about a young boy who had a dream like all of us had some dreams. Even if you don't have it, there's still a dream for you. And his excitement to declare his dream to his brothers ended him in trouble. Like some of us, when you try to share your dreams, people hated you. So he was hated by his brothers, and at the end, his brothers orchestrated to kill him. That's last week what I said, isn't it? There were stages he went through. The first stage was a stage of hatred by his brothers that ended him in a pit, which meant the first stage he went was a pit stage, which some of us, our vision, are now in a pit. In a pit stage, you have nobody there. That's where you are alone. <laughs> That's where you don't see anything. That's where it looks like what God gave you, sometimes to your mind, it may not work again. But you don't remain in the pit. God is the one that delivers our soul from the pit. It is a trial that gets you closer to God. In fact, in a pit, that is where you will remember God well. Sometimes when we are in trouble, that is where we see God. How many of you know that? When you are in a tight corner, that is where your prayer life improved. So the pit stage helped us 
to relate to God well. He separates you from everybody. He separates you from the crowd. And then you know your life now depends on God. In a pit stage, you have no hope in your father, your mother, your friends, even your pastor. You have no hope. The only hope you have is Jehovah God. So that you can put your trust in him more and more for that dream to be fulfilled. But you are not left in the, in the, in the pit alone. So they went, he, I said he, he was removed from that place. After he passed the exams, God brought him out and took him to the next stage, which is uh, a slavery, a second-hand slave. Oh, he was a slave. They sold him, and they, they also sold him to Potiphar, so second-hand, isn't it? Not first-hand. You went to a shop, you buy something, and you sell it. What is it? Once you buy it and you resell it, uh, 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 the, the, the value has reduced. Yeah. <laughs> so you are devalued and sent and sold. After being sold into Potiphar's house, he became a slave. So the next stage is a slavery stage. And the slave gave you look at this boy who had been a son, beloved son, a son that of a great man with great promise. Now be moved from sonship to slavery. A son can go anywhere in the house and take anything. But the slave needs permission. But he did not complain. He worked through and worked hard until his master saw that there was something with that boy. Throughout his life, things may change, positions may change. There is one factor that is constant in his life. And that factor is what we should all desire to be. That is Genesis 39, verse 2. The Lord was what? For me, this is the constant factor. In life here, whatever you do, this factor should be. If there's a dream which you have, for that dream to be fulfilled, this is the factor you need. Even Jesus Christ, the Bible says how God anointed Jesus Christ of what? With what? With the Holy Spirit and with power. He did what? Who went about doing what? He was doing what? And doing what? And healing all who were oppressed by the devil. Why was he able to fulfill this dream? For God 
was with him. So in Christ, even Christ Jesus, the factor still ran that God was with him. And for the purpose why God even brought Jesus to this world, so that God will be with men. He said, I'm going to give you a son, and his name shall be called what? Emmanuel. And what does Emmanuel mean? God with us. God, in the midst of his people, bring hope, dreams that are dead, will resurrect again. The dream of Adam and Eve that died in the garden. God, in the midst of us, will revive that dream again. So if your dream is dead, what you need is what? God to be what? For me, I want God to be with me. That is my desire. The desire of David is that when David sinned, he said, Lord, what I don't like is that do not take your Holy Spirit away from me. When your presence is with me, that gives me victory. He knew what gave him the victory over Goliath. The reason why he was able to kill Goliath was that God was with him. Anyone that did any significant thing in the Bible is because God was with him. Look, our father Abraham, the reason why Abraham still have his name and we mention him here and there is because God said Abraham was a friend of God. So all the time, God was always with him. And with only few trained men raised from his house, he was able to fight the greatest and the strongest king that everybody feared because God was with him. So when the king came and tried to honor him, he said, no, this battle, I didn't fight it. The battle is the Lord. Oh, why, why are you laughing? Is there anything? Oh, okay. This is not a political word I'm saying. I'm... <laughs> I'm preaching the Bible. <laughs> it's, it's not a political word. The battle is still the law. And when God fights your battle, there's nothing that can defeat you. Sometimes when God fights your battle, he put your fear in the opponent. And one of the strategies of Winning war is to be able to frighten your enemy. You see, once you are afraid, it is difficult to fight the person. So you intimidate him. And that's what lions do. They frighten their enemies and intimidate them. And instead of them to stand to fight back, they start running. And anybody who is retreating, it is very easy. For you to pursue and destroy them, no matter how large the number is. So, in doing everything, let God be with you.
So, from the pit, God was with him. If God is with you in a pit, no pit can swallow and kill you. If God is with you in any place, let them sit down, orchestrate, and plan. The Bible said, he sit in heaven and laugh. What you are afraid of, God laugh over it. That is why your trust must be in the one that called you. For Joseph, there is one factor. And God was with him. And because the Lord was with him, and he was a successful man, and he was in the house of his master, the Egyptian, the Lord cannot be with you for you to be a failure. The key to success, I mean, when I say success, I'm not meaning, I don't mean accumulation of wealth. I mean fulfilling what God has called you to do. Having joy in your life that look, I have come and what God has given to me, I'm able to do it. That is what I'm talking about. The key to it is the Lord be with you. Because the Lord was with him, the Bible said that he was what? Let's look at what happened. And he was what? A successful man. Say a successful man. Say, I will be a successful man. If you're a woman, you're not a man. Say, a woman. Say, I will be a successful man or woman. So, success is not giving long speeches. I know people who can teach success. But they are not successful. <laughs> they give you 21 laws of success, 29 laws of this, and 30 laws, 101 of uh, success. Look, you read everything, you practice it, it's not working. Most of you have read, have gone on success seminars, nothing has worked for you. Once you remove the factor, the success factor, which is Jehovah God, you will not. Pastors have gone. Sometimes people can go, they'll learn laws of pastoring, how to gather this in, how to bring, uh, uh, what to do to be able to attract people, and they do all, nothing happen. Someone goes with God, like Jesus, and they said, the crowd, everybody is following him. Jesus didn't even have a church. He's a moving pastor. <laughs> but wherever he went, <laughs> The crowd followed him. 
Because the Lord was with him. The Lord was with him. When God is with you, and I'm sure God is with you, there is no way you're going to be a failure. Amen. Did you hear what I said? Yes. I said there is no way because the one who is with you is not a failure and cannot fail. There is nothing called circumstances beyond his control. All circumstances are within his control. So you have a hundred percent. If you want to have a hundred percent surety of success, then God must be with you. So you don't need to destroy people to become successful. That kind of success is a short-lived success. Even when you are there, because of the way the operation you did before you got there, you become paranoid. Anybody who is also down there, you are afraid. But if God lift you and God caused success in your life, when even they come and want to take it from you, you know like Isaac, he dug a well. He dug a well. The well which his fathers dug, the people filled it with earth. And famine came. But he went back and said, let me dig this well. The spirit must come. When you cover the spirit, there will be famine. So he dug the way out of thee shall flow rivers of living water. He dug it and he got water. When the people saw the water, when they saw that there was success, they came and said, hey, the thing is ours. He said, take it. He never contended with them. He left, dug another one, and they came again. It is ours. He said, if it's yours, take it. He went and dug the third one, and the people said, mm, it is not the well, it is the man. <laughs> Whatever we do to that man, wherever he goes, what he needs to do is to dig. The water will come. So we can't keep on chasing him because that water is with him. If you have God with you, no human being, no institution can stop your success. But success comes from God. Even 
though Joseph was a slave, and slaves supposed not to be successful, in fact, if you want to find a successful person, you don't go to a slave. But the successful master was the slave. And they showed him if the successful master. So wherever he went, there was success there. The Bible said that the Lord, oh, let me read it, I love it. And the Lord did what? And the Lord was with Joseph. And he was what? Successful man. Say, I am a successful woman. Say, I'm a successful man. You see, we say, hey, pastor, you mean I'm successful? Yes. He said, oh, me. <laughs> For my whole entire family, nobody has been successful before. For the first time, somebody should be successful. Yeah. Then, oh, let's read, let's read Joseph. I love Joseph. And he was where? In the house of his master, the Egyptian. Even though he was successful, he was still a servant. Then, if you continue to read that, in the house of Potiphar, the Lord prospered, and the master saw that, look at it, and the master saw that what? The Lord was what? With him. You see, you don't say the Lord is with me. People must also see that the Lord is with you. When God is on your side, when God is with you, it's not you alone who will see it. Look, outsiders will see that for this man, for this woman, the Lord is with him. His master also saw it. God made the master to recognize that this slave I have bought, there is something special about that slave. God, there is a higher God who is with this one. Even that God is bigger than me. And his master saw that the Lord was with him and that the Lord made all he did to prosper in his hands. When God is with you, whatever that you do with that hands, it will succeed. No wonder David was able to kill Goliath. A stone and a sling. What can you do to a giant? But when God is with you and you take the stone and you take that sling and you release it, that stone will prosper. It will go until what it is sent to go and do. You know, you saw that he never threw two stones. It is one. He just took one bullet and won a complete battle. One shot, bam, and he won. <laughs> Which battle do you go to shoot only once? It is only when God is with you. It prospered 
in his hands. He prospered. His master, look at what his master, I like, I like it. So Joseph found favor in his sight. When God prospers you, you don't you find favor. Even though you've been sold, now maybe where you'll find favor is that your workplace. You will not only find favor because the man likes you, but because whatever you do in that business, it makes the business prosper. And because of the promotion must come to you. Amen. You don't promote people who doesn't bring anything. Why do you promote and pay somebody huge amount if he's giving, he's, uh, he's bringing your income down, uh, your, 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 your money, your business down? The best thing is to fire the person. Oh, you say, you think, sure. If you don't work, what do you have to do? Fire. You say, oh, prophet. Prophet. Somebody say, hey, pastor have given me weapons. When I go, I go, fire. <laughs> he found favor in his word. In the side, and Joseph found favor in the side and served him. Then he promoted him and made him what? General Vasia. Regional Vasia. He made him what? An overseer. Promoted him. Overseer to take care of all the servants in the house and everything in the house. If the master can go and leave the place for Joseph, he can trust that Joseph will keep everything going. So he gave Joseph more responsibility that Joseph you will not only be washing him, you are also going to manage. Put him at the managerial level without education. He only had a pit education. <laughs> but what he had was God. And God had the wisdom. So he put everything in his hands. And when you are promoted, there are also things that will come with your promotion. So it was from that time that he made him overseer of his house. And all that he had, that the Lord would bless the Egyptian's house for what? You cannot be promoted for things to go bazaar. Promotion, when they promote you, the business may improve. Every Christian promoted should bring new things. Because of him, what happened? The master, oh, I love this, that the Lord blessed what? The Egyptian's house for Joseph's sake. And the blessing of the Lord was on 
all that he had in the house and in the field. When God is with a man, the man saw that, look, whatever I give to him, my home, everything is going on well. The guy is taking care of everything, even the field. He is able to help and the field. Now, if I have 10 sheep, I've done got 100 sheep. He's managing the thing well and the business is going on. I'm employing more people. Oh, Joseph. So he then left everything in the hands of Joseph. He said, Joseph, now take care. Look, if you don't know and somebody knows better, just sit down with the person. Uh, uh, when you, you, he was organizing that thing, he wasn't making a headway. But Joseph has come. So when you have a good, a good worker, take good care of a good worker. Thus, he left all that he had in Joseph's hand, and he did not know what he had except for the bread which he ate. Now, Joseph was handsome in form of, in form and what? Hey, when God is with you. I <laughs> Let me see. No, go back. He left everything in Joseph's hand and did not what, know what he had except for the bread which he ate. There was total trust. When God is with you, people should be able to trust you. Potiphar trusted his own slave so much that his bank account was in his hands. Let them give you free, listen, to sign, check, you alone. The way you would deplete the business. <laughs> he trusted Joseph so much that he left everything, his money, everything, except what he would eat. When he says, oh, Joseph, go and do it. I know, I know whatever you do, it works. Because he's proving to his master for those times that whatever he does is right. So the master trusted his decision and whatever he takes. So Joseph, when God is with you, your master must trust you. Yes. Trusted him. Can you be trusted? Can you be trusted by your employer? Can you be trusted by your husband? Can you be trusted by your wife? <laughs> Can you be trusted by your children? Can you be trusted by the church? Can we leave you alone here? Can we pray and close our eyes with our phone down, you sitting by, without opening to look at it? 
Can you be trusted? With somebody's husband? Can you be trusted with somebody's wife? Can you be trusted with the nation? Can you be trusted with a certain position as a minister? Can you be trusted as a pastor? Can you be trusted as a bank manager? Can you be trusted as a policeman? Can you be trusted as a lawyer? And can you be trusted as a doctor? Can you be trusted as a judge? That you will sit down and take, give justice. Can we be trusted as a nation? And can we be trusted as a church? When God is with us, they should be able to trust us. Daddy, some time ago I met myself some somebody was sitting down. I said, oh, why don't you get some pastors to be praying for you? Instead of, because I didn't want to be the only person. See, I don't trust them. I said, why? You don't trust them. Why do you trust me? So, the moment they come, instead, instead of them to pray for you, they start putting their prayer request as if you are a God because you are in that position. Dignified beggars. In a spiritual beggars. How? Yeah, excellence. If you could do this for me, if you could do this for me, yeah, my, my, always one favor. I said, so I don't even want to get close to them. I said, you people made them, so you promise them. So when they meet you, they want to take their promise. What you promised them. And I remember, he gave me something. He said, Prophet, I said, Excellence, my office, my church pays me. I don't want to take a politician one person. Check you. So that when you're going wrong, I should be able to tell you. Yes. He said, What you told me, I respected you. That's why I called you. I tried several times. You say you, and I know, I said, this guy, don't you have need? You tell I don't have need. I have need. 
But it's not everything you take. Design what you take and design what not to take. Potiphar, let everything understand. Now Joseph was handsome in what? In form and appearance. Some people are handsome in form, but not in appearance. Some are handsome in appearance, but not in form. So, oh, good Perfecto. When you, God is with you, you'll be handsome. There's no ugly man or ugly woman who is rich. Rich people are always beautiful and handsome. Hey, people say, oh, master, papa. can tell you that everybody that meets you encourages you that you are fine. <laughs> that he was fine. <laughs> okay. He and it came to pass after this thing that his master's wife cast longing eyes. Did you hear what? And you were tempting. <laughs> <laughs> That, 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 is, that is my my medicine. It's not it. <laughs> the eyes that desire, longing eyes on Joseph. Joseph attracted the master's wife because where he's been elevated to, as if to the level of the husband. The husband level. Because whatever the husband used to do is Joseph who does it. And the guy was beautiful, now handsome, he, every place. He looked at Joseph. Nice man, well dressed. With nice beard. This young man. This is like the beard, isn't it? Very one. Uh, one day I go and borrow some and put it there and look at it. <laughs> All round. Majestically, when he comes, this is a man of great honor. The wife, sometimes what is good on your side can create problem for you. The woman started bruising the thing in the heart. The thing became very strong. And when love becomes very strong, it doesn't matter. He decided to harass. It is not only men that harass women. Women too can harass men. 
every human being has the ability to harass. <laughs> so, went through, and it came to pass after this thing that the master's wife cast longing eyes on Joseph, and she said, lie with me. Promotion. Full scholarship. Don't you want me to add good words to my Lord? If I tell the man that you are too good, he will lift you higher. And look at what Joseph said. That's why I said, not everything you take. Some of us, hey, opportunity strike once. Let me take it. <laughs> but he refused and said to his master's wife, Look, my master does not know what is with me in the house and he has committed all that he has to my hands. I've been promoted. So I'm satisfied with this promotion. There is no one greater in this house than I. Hey, slave. So slave can be raised. Nor has he kept back anything from me but you. The only person that is not under me, is you. Because you are his wife. How then can I do this great wickedness? If you're living with somebody, the person has a wife. If you can't respect the wife, move from that house. If you're living with somebody and as a husband and you can't respect the husband, come out. When you inside there, and you're near it, when you inside there, and you're I said, for to bomb one. Name me a good, nice bomber. A bomb one, nice, 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 nice. So, no one in your home should be raised above your wife or your husband. Oh. Some of you will be angry with me. But your anger does not stop Joseph from going out. Okay, finally. There is no one greater in this house than I. Nor has he kept back anything from you, me, but you. Because you are his wife, how then can I do this great wickedness and sin against what? I love that. He didn't even mention the master first. He knew that God was with him there. He knew that he was in that house with God. He knew that God brought him there and he, God, was there. 
So if there's anything I am doing, I am doing it not because of your, your, your husband, I'm doing it because of God who brought me here. Yes. You are not doing anything because of the church. Because the pastor is around, you won't lie, you're deceiving yourself. Because God is with you, that is why you must live right. When you have this principle in you, it doesn't matter where you go. You will still leave your integrity intact. But if it is based on men and how men see you, if they are not there, you will do it. He said, I am not going to do this because if I do it, I'm doing it against my God. Who brought me here? Who promoted me? Who has been blessing me? My blessing is not because I have the ability to make this house blessed, but because God is with me. Why then should I, the God that is helping me, sin against him? The woman said, you don't know the one you are talking to. Joseph, think twice. If you want to remain in this house, eh, do what I say. If you don't want, where it will end you, you'll be miserable. Have you forgotten that we bought you? They will then, he will then bring, she will then bring the background, how they acquired her. Have you forgotten you are a slave? And a slave has no say. He said, against my God first before, before my master. Oh, let me look at the master. So it was, as he spoke, day by day. So it was one day. Huh? Putting pressure. Like how some men will put pressure on you until you give up. Putting pressure, pressure, so that his defenses will break. Some people cannot stand the pressure. Some people sin not because they want to sin, but they are pressurized to sin. So, the woman or the psychology of pressure. So that people can pressurize you to give offering. <laughs> or cannot show a name. Or cannot show a name. Or cannot show a name. I'm going to know No, I'm sorry. I'm going to show you he knows you have some money there. He will talk. When he's talking, he will look at you. Then, and I say, give, 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 give. Looking at your face, he knows you've spoken to him about some money. He will talk. Ah! Then when you sit down, they become bizarre. Before you realize you've got up. You are, you are up. Pressure. Some can pressurize you to do some things you shouldn't do. Be able to withstand pressure. Some, even bosses, can pressurize you to falsify. You go and say, oh, it's not right. He'll come again. He'll come, oh, it's not right. He said, come, oh, everybody does it. He'll come again. Oh, this thing has been done several times. It'll be And 
he will put pressure until you succumb to the pressure. I want the Josephs. The Joseph in Ghana. The Joseph everywhere. The Joseph that will stand for the truth. The woman put the pressure, put in pressure, put in pressure, and Joseph's defenses started breaking down small, small. So it was as she spoke to Joseph day by day that he did not heed her to lie with her or to be with her. But it happened about this time when Joseph went into the house of, to do his work and none of the men of the house was inside. Anytime anyone to get to you, look at the opportune time. I always tell about if you want someone is putting pressure on you, don't visit the person alone. It is when Joseph was alone, that was the time it attacked. She went in to Joseph. Joseph, today, today be today. If you like, resist. She removed her dress. A local dime. Why in the home? When you say, Mamma, some money. When new way out of Bukumu. This our eyes. This our eyes, men. They are the one that will kill us. Joseph tries to close his eyes. Okay, I'll end here. Are you enjoying it? Yes. You say, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm stopping, I'm stopping, I've, I've finished preaching, you say, oh. <laughs> that she caught him by his garment, saying, lie with me. But he left his garment in her hands and fled and ran outside. He knows that after outside, you can't catch me. If you run and remain in the room, I be basso. I don't care how naked I look like. Let me look naked before the world and not be guilty. <laughs> Some of those, oh, I don't like that. It is, to them, it's a romantic. <laughs> they, they understand that. <laughs> You don't do that, oh. If you do, oh, Jasa, you will go. <laughs> Let 
the person know that no, this is no-go area. He ran away outside. And it was when she saw that he had left his garment in her hands and fled outside. She said, plans, who aborted? What he wanted to do couldn't work. So now she had to find something to frame him up and destroy his character. What Joseph had and help in every dream is character. To every dream you have, character is the one that will take you through. Charisma can take you up, but character will sustain you. People rise great, and character brings them down. The woman screamed, shouted that she called to the men of her house and spoke to them saying, see, he has brought in to us a Hebrew to mock us. He came in to me to lie with me and I cried out with a loud voice. Who heard you? <laughs> when people are lying, Something, some lie and some truth. He said, the guy wanted to rape me. This is a rape case. And any judge, you put this rape case to, he doesn't need any evidence again. Your clothes. You are outside naked. Ha! What were you going to do? Why did you run out? If and she's screaming. What evidence do you need again? But the next thing, he became a political prisoner. In doing the right thing, he was made a political prisoner. So he was put where the king's prisons Prisoners are put. Maybe next time, I will continue. The Lord will be with you. Amen. Desire the Lord to be with you. The key of a, to a successful life is the Lord to be with you. The key to a powerful Christian life is the Lord to be with you. The key to resisting sin is the awareness that the Lord is with you. Wherever you go, carry the consciousness that the Lord is with you. No matter where they put you, if they put you in a boardroom, remember that the Lord is with you. If they give you any position, remember that the Lord is with you. Those that the Lord is with, they are very bold. But they know the one behind them. 
They know the one they are pleasing. They know that, look, my hand and my foot is not in the hands of this person. I know the Lord who brought me. I was in a pit. Even in a pit, I had hope. Some experiences gives you the strength to resist. Look back. You might have entered something and God brought you out. Look at the thing God brought you out. Don't let the future, what you are enjoying today, keep you there. The same God who brought you from that place, lifted you. That same God can lift you up again. God bless you. We have come with